everyone. Welcome to Vicious Cycle, the podcast about periods and the people who get them. I am your co-blost, Meg Hayes. I am your co-blost, Kate Elston. And I am your co-blost, Meg Trowbridge. Welcome. Yay. So as you may or may not know, this is our final episode of season three. What a time to be taking a break. To yeah. do nothing. <laughs> right. We're like, because we have so much other stuff going on, you guys, that it was like, we're just so, so busy. My so booked. Calendar is crazy. Uh, yeah. But we'll probably still like work on season four while we're quarantining. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. We just figure, sure. you know, we just, we got to give ourselves a little break. Um, and like, it's great that we figured out how to do this remotely, but like one of the best parts about doing this is being in a room with you all. I so. know. It's so true. I miss y'all. So yeah. true. Me yeah. too. Um, I know. I saw Meg face to face yesterday and it was very nice. It was amazing. I was in a car. She was three feet away from my car. The window was down. <laughs> neither of us shining. Neither of us had masks. We were really playing fast yeah. and loose. Oh boy. <laughs> asking for it I know wow you know what we do our best we're all (laughs) doing our best um yeah I mean I think it'll be interesting to see you know this this episode is possibly the most inspired episode by this quarantine Mm -hmm. um but it'll be interesting to see what ideas come up and what changes happen as this thing is kind of is you know unfolding in front of us how this changes our relationship with our periods with our bodies yeah I mean maybe like asshole congressmen who've been blocking menstrual access will all die of Lysol poisoning (laughs) because they inject it into their veins you know we don't we just don't know what's gonna happen who knows what the future holds uh, but this episode that we're bringing to you is all about hygiene during the corona era, which, you know, I don't know if a month is an era, but it feels like an era. <laughs> um, <laughs> it feels I like believe it. the working title between the three of us was quarantine hygiene for your vagine. Yes, yeah. you're right. Oh, my God. How did I forget Correct. that? Of course. <laughs> so, of course. yeah. But before we do that, um, there's a couple things. I feel like housekeeping I need to cover. Um, first okay. is um, a voicemail we got. Ooh. So let me play that for y'all. You know it, the hotline bling. I can only mean one thing. When you call, feel free to cuss. 9106, you to rest. I forgot okay. about that. Hey, Vicious Cycle ladies. I was leaving work yesterday uh, from the COVID-positive hotel where... I work and was just having a rough day and saw there was a new happy episode from you guys and I popped it on on my drive home and the musical bits were just so good and then I don't remember which one it was but someone said something like well if you haven't seen this it's because you don't have a soul and I legit started crying while I was driving (laughs) home but don't worry because it's not you it's me because then that night I started crying when I heard people talking outside and I just thought, why can't people stop talking and stop making noise? Everything is so terrible. And then thought, huh, that's probably not normal and looked to see if my period is starting in two days. And it is. No. <laughs> and that's something that I never would have noticed in years past. And, and it's just awesome that you guys encourage this kind of conversation. It also means this is my second period in shelter in place because we've been here that long. But this is fine. It's totally fine. Uh, Good Lord. And can we just say thank you? Thank you to all the hardworking people who are still out there every day. My God, my day at the hotel yesterday was just so inspiring. And just seeing everybody still out there and doing all the hard work. Doing it now, that's the stuff that makes me cry. So thank you all. And uh, I hope you all are crying too. Stop. Oh, I am crying. What the hell? Thank you so much Aww. for that. And That's yeah. so sweet. Oh, there's so many amazing people in our community doing amazing things. And I just really hope that after this is all done, we realize who the real essential workers are in our society yeah. and who really deserves money. And the minute, so- this is a little bit of a read my labias. If there's ever talk again after this about how 
grocery store workers and delivery drivers and whatever don't deserve the basic human decent living wage i will literally rip people's faces off of their heads yeah um because it's it's one thing to call these people heroes and you know thank them but we need to really put our votes to their well-being going Mm -hmm. forward right total total heroes but also like so many people if they can work they have no choice yeah it's like they have to work for that money like you know, so many people are paycheck to paycheck. So yeah, obviously our country's a mess and we've, a lot of people are just like ignorant to that. Right. Um, but thank you for that call listener. Thank you. Um, and so also sweet. stay tuned to the end. Cause I think we're going to do our why I cried, which I'm sure are doozies. <laughs> oh boy. Um, oh boy. Great. Okay, so thank you for that call. As always, listeners, call us 9106-UTERUS. Even when we take our brief menopause in between seasons, definitely feel free to call us if you need to vent, if you have a question, if you have a story. We love getting little alerts that we got a voicemail. Um, speaking of uh, feedback and stuff, we've gotten two uh, – we got an email and a voicemail – both of which I'll just summarize, but from listeners giving us other uh, periods in pop culture. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So if uh, listeners might remember a couple episodes ago, we counted down the top 15 periods in TV and movies, but mostly TV because we forgot about movies. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you had stuff from Broad City and uh, New Girl and Friends and SNL and uh, dear friend of the pod, Elaine. Uh, wrote us an email reminding us, I totally forgotten about this too, but Schitt's Creek, the amazing Schitt's Creek has an episode in season two, I believe episode 10, where David is watching someone's like preteen, he's like babysitting and he's watching her and she's sitting. I haven't gotten this far in the show. So I watched his spoilers for me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she, she this little girl gets her period while sitting on David's bed. No. And, and then he it's like him deal it's a him trying not to be grossed out by it, but like kind of annoyed that she bled on his like Egyptian Struggling. cotton sheets. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's really good. So thank you, Elaine, for sending that. Um, totally forgot about me that. Me too. And then Mari, a f- friend of the pod as well, called and left a voicemail. And then she called back and said that she was bleeding when she left that voicemail. So she bleft a voicemail. <laughs> so thank you, Mari. <laughs> um, but she was telling about the, the movie No Strings Attached with Natalie Portman and Ashton Kutcher. Apparently yeah. there's a scene where all of her friends are synced, or like her roommates, they all have their period at the same time. And they're, <laughs> they're, uh, Ashton Kutcher walks in and they're all like in robes eating chocolate and they're listening oh to God. the they're listening to the leona lewis song keep bleeding keep keep bleeding <laughs> so i thank you for that mari because i've never seen that movie i haven't seen many movies uh, but that's a really good submission so thank you for that and part of that part because i i can't kevin was out of town and i was like just looking for any free movie that i hadn't seen before rom-com style and I was like, oh, no strings attached. I love Natalie Portman. Um, and so in that scene, he, she like relays to him that she's on her period. So he brings over a mixtape oh, nice. for her period. That's sweet. Um, I don't know if that song's like if they were already listening to it, if he put that on there. But that's a good one. But I have another. But there's another one. Uh, OK, don't don't roll your eyes. But okay. <laughs> the Cosby show. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Bill is not in this episode very much. Uh, It's mostly Claire Huxtable. We all love Felicia Felicia Rashad, so Mm -hmm. please. We liked her until she sort of like, like she kind of covered his ass. But let's not. Yeah. No, but the Huxtables, like truly, I loved that show growing up. I know. Claire Huxtable was like the mom I always wanted to be. Um, She's like the woman everybody wants to be. Like. yeah. balancing everything perfectly and being so a feminist smart. yeah, yeah. She, so yeah. there's whole episode it's rudy oh. rudy gets her period the youngest rudy. daughter rudy and uh so the whole episode is just sort of like uh felicia rashad relaying to her other daughters that rudy got a period and they're all reminiscing about it's very much like the blackish episode actually meg that you mm-hmm. talked about Aww, cute i think they get a lot of inspiration from the Kazu show in general, yeah. And then it's Rudy 
with her friends as the friends are giving her bad information about her period. Oh my God. And then it's Felicia Rashad, uh, you know, having a heart to heart with Rudy. It's, it's a, it's a sweet episode. We should watch this. I can play you one clip here. I'll play you a clip of the, of the friends coming over. So all the girls are in Rudy's room being, there's two of her friends. They're they're basically give like relaying, like I heard when you get your period, this happens to you. My sister's friend knew somebody, and when she got her period, she was so weak, she had to be carried around on a stretcher for three months. <laughs> but I heard about this girl who went to the circus when she got it, and when she sat down, all the animals stopped performing. <laughs> the announcer came out and said, Will the girl in C-12A please leave? You're upsetting the animals. <laughs> it's just really cute because I don't think any of our submissions had the girls talking kid to their logic. friends about it. Yes. Kid logic. Yeah. Yes, kid we logic. should we should look out for that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so you know, Cosby Show clearly is uh, uh It still has some good moments. Yeah, it had, it good had moments. tons yeah. of good moments. Well um I was gonna say uh because it feels like it fits in with housekeeping, but I just wanted to let you know that in our season finale of season three. Uh, that at least one host is blacording. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, hi, I am blacording. Uh, well, congrats. So, anywho, I thank you. Yeah, it came a week early. Oh. So, she's a bitch. She's a period. <laughs> Meg Tro, why don't you start us off with this bleed search? Ooh. Thank you. I will. Um, okay, so. Period I'm... quarantine hygiene for your vagine. Yes. I also, in my doc, it's called vagine hygiene in quarantine. Oh, I like that better. That's Start good. with vagine. I mean, you know. Okay, so um, some of y'all may have noticed that I put a call out for some um, quarant- corn bleed uh, tales. Um, and a few people responded. Um, this voicemail really cracked me up. So, Kate, if you don't mind. Here we go. Hey, ladies, I started my quarantine period and I have been wearing my one pair of Thinks underwear for way too long. <laughs> Watch out, Blissiter, because that does leak sometimes. Oh, yeah, that's- that, that was my problem uh, last period. I like stain my sheet, stain my mattress. Oh, man. Thanks, thanks. You're dancing um, with the devil, okay? You've never needed your sheets cleaned, like, more. Like, it, treat exactly. them well. Laundry has never been more complicated. Um, but it's true. I put them to the test, and uh, it yeah. wasn't fair. I did, too. Me. I mean, we've all been there. So, um, and then someone reached out to us on uh, IG um, and just relayed the following information, which I feel uh, is a good argument for trying reusable products. She says... For me, it wasn't that bad, the Quarren bleed. I wear a cup and I also have reusable cotton pads. So even if my uh, region, oh, oh yeah. So even if my region were not under lockdown, if I was, I would have been able to manage having a period and not go out and buy tampons and or pads. I guess it's the benefit of being a little granola. <laughs> and then she left a lot of X's. So it was really cute. But a good, uh, a good reason. If you have a cup, a disc, thanks. You have to leave your house you know, less to again, go buy stuff. And and you can try it out. Like if you have a horrible leaking situation, you've leaked on your chair, you yeah. know? Right. Exactly. Not in front of your coworkers. I mean, when I tried, I don't know if y'all remember this, but when I tried the menstrual cup and called in and left that ridiculous voicemail, I was I was at the time unemployed. So it was a perfect time to try it and like, take it out, put it back in. So yeah, mm-hmm. like all, all the power to you for like using reusable things that might be kind of scary. Yeah. And today, I mean, I, I, this is kind of semi surprise bleed search cause I kind of forget what you guys are covering, but my, the thing that I'm proposing could be something that you practice right now that could change yeah. your life. That could be a lifelong new practice. Habit. Yeah. Um, also, wait, that 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 um, that message, too, when she said my region is under lockdown, yeah. I thought she was talking about her vagina. Like, my that's region. Exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. what I thought, too. Me, too. As I'm reading it, I was like, is she referring to the vulva as a region? And I was like, oh, no, no, her, her region, 
her region. Where she lives. Yes. Got it. <laughs> so I love that. She meant it in the traditional sense. I thought she was single. And I was like, I hear you. My region's also <laughs> under lockdown. Okay. Yeah, under I lockdown. hear you. <laughs> That's awesome. Also, shout out to all the single people. I think it's going to be once everything, you know, whether it's in the next year, this, however this resolves, there's going to be like a flood of sexual liberation. It's going to be like the next sex lib movement where people are just going to be like, everyone was under lockdown. Single people couldn't bone as often. It was outrageous. Got to make up for last time. I think it's going to be a really exciting time to be alive. <laughs> or or we'll all be so scared of sure, contracting yes. anything during yeah. sex. <laughs> Meg and I saw each other yesterday socially distanced. Um, and we were talking about like, you know, hooking up with someone new under coronavirus and how, what well, like you're talking about wearing protection, but it's a mask. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, like, um, it's like, it's important that we wear protection during our like coitus. It's like ultimate safe sex. It's like, have you been to the grocery store in the last two weeks? <laughs> if so, I'm not interested. <laughs> it's like, who have you seen within a six foot radius in the last two weeks? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I need to know who you've been with. Um, okay. So, uh, since this episode is about vagine hygiene, um, <laughs> I thought I would kick it off with a little do's and don'ts. Great. There's some things that you can try, some things that may be especially good, uh, considering a lot of us are kind of stuck at home. Great. Um, and a lot of this information came from Healthline because, hmm. you know, I love Healthline. So, my first do is... Wear your comfy cotton undies or go commando because there's never been a better time to one, not try so hard with the lingerie. Like, oh God, there's a pandemic. No one's expecting you to Unless go crazy. you're doing FaceTime sex, in which case, you know, you do you. I mean, fair. And I was going to say, for like, the FaceTime sex. No, yes, exactly. No shame. You don't have to like wear this stuff to work because you have a date later. Like, right. Let your stuff breathe. Um, cause there's never been a better time to do that. When you guys were younger, did your mom ever say like some, every, every once in a while sleep without your underwear on just to yeah. give it some t- room to breathe? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Although I don't know if I was young. I feel like my mom relayed that to me when I was like in my twenties. Oh, okay. Cause her nurse friend was like, I sleep in men's boxers. Like mm. it's that or nothing. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. I don't wear underwear yeah. anymore to bed. Nice. It's, it feels it's, so much more comfortable without them. Nice. And it's that's supposed to be good for you because they also say like making sure there's lower temperatures yeah. for yeah. things to like grow. Um, yeah. But it's tough if you're discharging, you know. Totally. <laughs> I hear you. Well, also, then you have to change your like pajama bottoms more often. Yeah. yeah. Well, so usually what I do, I just Winnie Pooh it, which is and I don't have oh. a lot of long T-shirts. So I'm like straight up Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, it. you are. And I'm like, hi, Kev. <laughs> What's that? Um, or I'm wearing them really ugly cotton, holy ones. Yeah. Here's my first don't. Okay. Don't douche. We've gone over this so many times. Don't douche. But it bears repeating Mm. because one, these things are still on shelves everywhere. They're still being purchased. People are still uncomfortable with the scent of their bits. Um, don't be like, it smells the way it's supposed to smell. If it really is rancid, go to the doctor. Yes. But otherwise, it should smell like a vagina. Um, but if if you do, it just messes with your natural pH, and that can put you in a position to get infections more frequently. Um, and I feel like a lot of these pieces of advice are to lower risk, especially now, because, like, why why give yourself another reason to go to, to the doctor when healthcare workers are put under stress right. even more now? Right. And you could be putting yourself at risk. Yeah. Don't do it. Totally. Don't douche. Don't douche. Don't douche. Like, that sounds like it's like the like a special effects in like a game show. Like, don't douche. Douche, douche. Don't douche. Next up, family double dare. Don't douche. Could be like a good sound effect for like a morning disc jockey. Yeah. Totally. Don't douche in the morning. I mean, what you're saying about like don't chant stuff that could make you end up in the hospital. That's one reason why I'm kind of not wanting to 
do my disc right now because now mm. that I know my vagina is long, apparently, um, I'm like nervous that <laughs> you really the don't want to get sock <laughs> is very it's it's knee high. Okay. Oh, you don't no. want to get to a it's point a where you need a third hand. Exactly. <laughs> and I have to literally risk a friend's life to come over and fish it out for me. You know we're here for you. Also, though. not it. Not <laughs> wow. It. Not okay. <laughs> Glad to I was know. like, we're here for you. Kate's like, don't bother me. <laughs> don't do. Don't bother me. <laughs> Glad to know where the line is. That's a don't <laughs> for me. That's a don't. It's a strong don't. Okay. <laughs> Glad to know. <laughs> Meg Hayes have- and I have exchanged so many like strange big favors. Like I rescued so her from a, a large dead rat, but then she watched my cat and force fed him. Yeah, so like yeah, yeah. at this point, we're just on this level with each other. <laughs> we're just constantly trying to pay each other back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like girl, you I need me to get you, up there. Let's do this. I feel like I owe you way more. Way I don't know. more. I see. I feel like force feeding Gatsby was a lot. To it have. was fine. It was <laughs> totally fine. I wrapped him in a little blanket like a taco oh. and we did our best. But he wasn't he wasn't dead and like rigor mortis on the floor like that rat was. <laughs> oh boy. See, it would have been tougher if that rat were alive for me. Okay, here's my next do. Do check the ingredients in your lube. Um, So just while you're home, you know, it's a good time to go through what's in your bedside drawer or bathroom cabinet. Um, And especially with lube, since that gets like up in the vagina, um, now might be a good time to switch out for something more organic um, because a lot of lubes use glycerin, uh, which is sugar-based and it's used to keep um, lubes moist, but uh, that can mess with your pH, which then Mm. can throw you out of whack and cause like a yeast infection or other infections. Um, Also, uh, a lot of lubes have parabens in them. And I've been seeing a lot of articles be like, avoid parabens and I'm had no idea what they were so uh they're a like preservative and they're used um you know for shelf life and stuff um but studies have been linked uh studies have linked parabens to disrupting hormones causing fertility issues and increased increased risk of cancer and what were Um, they found and what they're found in lube they're found in lube they're also found in a lot of cosmetics shampoo um they're just kind of everywhere they've been around since the 20s um so i mean granted if they've been around since the 20s and we haven't seen like i mean maybe there's more links to fertility issues than we know but like if if you've been using stuff with the parabens you're feeling okay like fine you know but it might also be a good time to try something organic i personally use the lola lube and it's really nice uh glycerin free paraben free um they say like keep an eye or like they also say to um avoid lubes with scents non-natural oils or dyes um and so organic lubes typically only use like aloe they're water-based they're unscented although lola has like a naturally really nice scent mm-hmm. so anywho might just be a good time replace the lube to make sure that what's going in you is treating you right nice good 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 i like that yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, here's the here's my next don't. Don't not pee after sex. Because I really wanted yes. to have a do, don't, do, don't. So I went with a double negative. What I'm saying is do pee after sex. Yes. Got it. Uh, don't because not, not, not not pee. <laughs> right. Thank you. Yes. Thanks for clarifying. You got it. Um, so yeah, because now's not the time to risk having a UTI. Um, and this is like one of the easiest ways to help avoid that after sex especially if you're prone to them um and uh again this just links to taking out as much risk as you can from potentially having to go to the doctor or a clinic that might be over capacity putting you at risk but that being said if there is something going on with you you still should like like if you are genuinely worried about yourself don't hesitate to go to the doctor. Like I've been seeing a lot of articles with 
um, doctors saying like, if there's something wrong, you still need to come see us. Don't feel like you can't come to the doctor because their healthcare workers are doing a lot right now to make sure that patients are safe and kept away. Like my gyno told me like, if you need to come in, like the respiratory patients are kept separate from like all the other ER patients, that kind of stuff. So if something's going wrong, definitely see the doctor. Um, but these are various things you can do to prevent risk. Good tips. Um, I like that. My um, brother-in-law is uh, in his residency. He's a doctor. And he said there's been a percentage, there's been a drop in the amount of heart attacks that they're seeing at the hospital. And that's not because there are less heart attacks. It's because people are feeling some type of way at home and they're like, well, I'm just going to stay home and see how I do. Right. So, Why risk it? Yeah. yeah. So go to the hospital if you're sick. And if yeah. you aren't sure, call your doctor or call the nurse hotline. Yeah. Like those things are all still available to you. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. So I have one last. It's a do or don't. Oh. And it kind of opens up a whole new bag of worms for us. Is it a don't? We have an, it's, I would say it's a don't. Okay. It's a do-int. Um, do or don't try vaginal steaming. Oh, boy. So. This could really open up <laughs> some sauna doors for us. <laughs> this could change a lot of things. Yeah. Okay. So I saw Kate had a furrowed brow. Um, so vaginal steaming, also known as V-steaming or Yoni steaming. Um, <laughs> also known as region steaming. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> also known as steaming. Um, so, okay. So Gwyneth Paltrow mentioned it on her Goop site in 2015. Um, and then it like, like got a lot of popularity. Um, a lot of spas offer it as a treatment. Um, yeah. So Just you can because go and of like, Gwyneth? Well, you know, she's, po- I mean, Goop Damn. has a power. Yeah, it does. Um, and so uh, how, w- what it is, is if you're at a spa or you're doing it at home, it's where you sit on a throne uh, over in f- uh, an herb infused steam and you sit there for 20 to 60 minutes. What? <laughs> I mean, now's and the time. What else are we doing? Exactly. Woo. What else are we we have to do. Um, so according to Goop and other steaming advocates, uh, this is a natural remedy to cleanse the vagina and uterus, regulate men- menstruation, and ease period cramps and bloating. What? So it like it like steams up into your uterus and like fogs it up like a like a window <laughs> and then you squeegee it? What is this? Squeaky, squeaky. So I mean, right? And like one of the gynos reviewing this was just like, I mean, there's no way steam is getting through that cervix. No. Like, we, we talked about cervix. That is tight. That's a tight little button. Um, so honestly, it's much more about like I think the practice and the like intent and the thoughtfulness. I think it's much more Eastern medicine sure. and about like self-care. How many people this- do you think have burned their vulvas by doing this? <laughs> so that's a big risk in this because like one of the – so. Uh, Healthline like did the whole like and this is how you do it at home and then finally they're like but does it work and they're like there is absolutely zero scientific evidence that this has any effect on you know the the health or cleanliness of your vagina your uterus or your um, menstrual cycle and so it's it's just a thing to do and the so what's and the gynos say that you might as well not do it because of the risk of burning yourself because you're like vulva like your labia your vagina like it's really sensitive skin totally and so if that steam is too hot like you could absolutely burn it it's like virgin skin it's like never seen anything dramatic i mean i mean well, what's your sex life for a yeah <laughs> that's true that's true Some of that big too um but uh but in other like some people really like it it's like you're basically just kind of sitting in a steam room, um, but it's just very like focused on your. Yeah, it sounds low, like it would feel nice, half. right? But you'd and have to make sure the the temperature. I mean, that sounds like just temperature control is important. Yeah, exactly. And and then the thing is, like maybe at a spa they have more control over that, so they can make it last longer. Where I feel like if I boiled two cups of water. 
and sat over it. It would last for maybe five minutes. Right. And then I'd be like, okay, now I'm cold and I'm damp. Right. Um, but uh, so interesting things about this, um, because it is like an ancient practice. I like, was going to ask, because like, I feel like some of these goop-esque people are like, this is Eastern medicine. And people are like, that has nothing to do with us. Don't. Don't drag our name into this bullshit. Um, but it's interesting that it has ancient. Uh, yeah, like they trace they trace it back to like African cultures and Korean cultures. Um, and one of the most common herbs they use is mugwort. And mugwort is used in a lot of different ways, and especially like when it comes to like reproductive system stuff. Um, in fact, I came across a word, but I can't find it now. Um, where I think there's like a lot of Eastern medicine practices that use it as a way to like detoxify stuff. Um, other common herbs are wormwood, chamomile, calendula, which Kevin and I planted some unrelatedly. Okay. But it's, okay. it's sprouting and maybe I'll give myself a little steam sesh. Um, also basil or oregano. Wow. Okay. So, so yeah. So if, if you feel fancy and bored and you want to try v-steaming um look into it and see if it's something you're interested in otherwise a safe alternative is an herb bath right you just put some dried herbs in a little mesh sack or your tea infuser throw it in the tub have a little nicely scented bath and that's also fine wow oh thanks for those do's do's don'ts and do and dunes dunes yeah that's great. Uh, we, Thank you for having me. Goodbye. We definitely need to do a goop episode. There's a lot there to unpack. Yeah, there is. Cause, cause there's like the the jade egg, right? That's like a whole thing, right? Oh God, I didn't even think about that. I was thinking of the vagina candle that smells like Gwyneth's hoo ha. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> buying it immediately. <laughs> Sometimes you just hear hear these things, and you're like, I must have heard that wrong, but I don't think I did. <laughs> Honestly, season four, it's a good idea because there's the jade egg thing, which I think you're just supposed to like hold up in there. Ooh. There's vaginal steaming. There's vagina candle. Oh, boy. <sighs> oh man. Let's do it. Yeah, let's Woo! do it. One thing I looked into was, you know, during the quarantine, obviously, toilet paper has been uh, few and far between to find, uh, which is ridiculous. People like stop hoarding shit, stop hoarding anything. Um, but this obviously, you know, has made people think about what other kinds of contraptions and inventions uh, are there for me when I'm going number two or when I have my period. Um so basically, uh, Americans apparently use more than 34 million rolls of toilet paper every day. Oh, every day we use 34 million rolls of toilet paper. Jesus. So that's and it's so crazy. I know I never really thought like, obviously, I think a lot about waste, but you don't think about toilet paper as being wasteful, right. but it totally it is. Seems, it seems essential and like it composts. But yeah, no, that's it's pretty yeah. outrageous. So. There are other ways, you guys. Uh, one of those ways being a bidet. Um, okay. I don't know if you've heard. I don't know if y'all heard this, but uh, while paper ta- or toilet paper has been hard to come by, bidets sales have been skyrocketing in the U.S. Um, so I feel like there's definitely like certain things that have like done really well in the quarantine, like Zoom, <laughs> the company oh, right. Zoom, and like, <laughs> puzzles. Puzzle sales. <laughs> I spent $50 on puzzles, y'all. Yeah. Five zero. Yeah. Like wow. chick- chicken broth. <laughs> it's like yes. every yeah, time I go right. to the store, yeah. it's on there. Dried beans. Uh, and bidets. <laughs> so there's a, several companies. Uh, one of the companies named Brondell, their communications director said their sales had increased 300% um, since the quarantine. Another bidet company named BioBidet said they sold $250,000 on Amazon alone in a 24-hour period. Dang. Um, wow. Obviously, there's like, y- y- there's attachments to bidets. There's like, you know, you can just add it to your toilet. There's other ones that are freestanding. Um, and just, I, I have you guys ever actually used, I've never actually used a bidet. I have. I, so I've, I don't think I've used 
a traditional French bidet. Mm-hmm. I had um, the most luxurious experience of my life with a Japanese uh, toilet seat attachment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like warmed. Yeah. And you could have different angles of water and the yeah. water was warm. Yeah. Oh my god! That's what I've done. Yeah, maybe then I've done a Japanese style. I think the French style is like an actual kind of like water fountain that shoots up from the base. Yeah, I think. I mean, so basically, yeah, they were invented in France around the 16 or 1700s. I've seen both dates. Um, And bidet actually means horse or pony in French, but Hmm. apparently, specifically, it means a cob, which is a short, strong-legged horse. And the reason they're sort of called that is, one, it might be because the French aristocracy may have used bidets after they rode horses, but also because it's it's an illusion to how you actually use a bidet. You sort of straddle over it. Ah, mm. uh, sure. So that's that's what that's about. So And the French right. are like, well, it right. We all horseback ride, obviously. Right. So <laughs> obviously. This is, the, this is called the horse. Right. <laughs> Um, and it's so interesting, like why it hasn't really picked up in the States. Um, so there are some theories as to why, because they're really big in obviously in lots of parts of Asia, in France. I've seen them in some parts of Latin America too. Um, my ex had one at his house in Spain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So some theories as to why, uh, it hasn't reached the States until maybe now is that the English early rejected the bidets early on, um, because the English sort of rejected anything France invented. Right. And so that kind of sure. trickled down to the colonies. Um, <laughs> and then in like around the times of the of the wars, the world wars, American soldiers often saw them in European brothels. So they may have been equated with like sin mm. and like and huh. and uh, adultery and that kind of thing. Lack um, of cleanliness. Right. And so yeah. there was some discussion also. This is so interesting. There was this talking about douching and how you don't douche. There was some discussion don't around douche. the time of the wars that there was like an old wives theory that douching could be a type of birth control. So mm. the so so the pr- very presence of bidets maybe like a, people equated bidets with like sex and sin and all that mm. kind of stuff. So that's some theories as to why you know we've kind of you know, we're a very puritanical country. So maybe we've sort of rejected and very them. anti-French, right? And anti-French. Yeah. So freedom um, fries <laughs> and the like. But I was curious. So yeah, I've never really used a bidet. Uh, which might make me gross. I'm, you know, whatever. Uh, I use the sh- I use yeah. my shower sometimes after I've gone, you know, to the bathroom. I spread mm-hmm. the cheeks. Um, but this is so interesting because you know I was really interested in how bidets do with your period, like how if, if people use them on their periods. Mm-hmm. Um, and according to this Atlantic article that I read about bidets uh, and like the history of them, r- remember how I just said like the very presence of them, maybe some people equated them with sex and sin and adultery and all that stuff. Apparently it was possible that in the time of like world war one, world war two European women were using them on their periods. Mm -hmm. And so that also made people think, Oh, they're dirty. They're, they're for women on their monthlies, which are dirty women. They're for dirty women. So, Yeah, so it's like women just couldn't get a break, you know? Like, if they use a bidet I mean, for anything, it would be like, oh, that woman's a whore, you know? So, so just like, the, yeah, the very presence of them made people think, oh, what are women using that for? Are they using it for pleasure? Are they using it for birth control? Are they using it to clean their hoo-hahs? How dare? I don't want to see. I don't need to see that. I will say, with the right temperature, it feels incredible. That's amazing. I Quite. didn't so, have I didn't have an orgasm, but it felt <laughs> mighty nice. I was like, I I used it at an Airbnb that my friends were at last uh, Memorial Day, so like almost a year ago, and I was like, I might marry that toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it felt so nice. Like when I mean, the only other time you have like tepid or like you know warm water on your vagine is in like a nice shower so it just and and then you're sitting I mean oh my god what else do you need chocolate that's it right (laughs) then you're set um so I did google briefly just like bidets and menstruation and to see if what people had written about them and there was a whole reddit thread about them um on the reddit subreddit the girl survival guide and 
it was just people talking about their experiences with bidets and bleeding. So one person from Japan said, uh, a bidet and menstrual cup combo is the next best thing to not being on your period. Can't recommend highly enough. And then someone else, someone else said, um, I hate going anywhere without one. I went, meaning a bidet, I went on a five day trek in the Alps and had a plastic squeezable water bottle to emulate the feeling of the bidet. Ha ha. It helped a little. (laughs) (laughs) And then someone else wrote, when you're on your period, the bidet is amazing. You already feel not so sexy on your period and you're concerned about smells and leaking. The bidet lets you feel fresh every time without the need to get into the shower and get your whole body wet. Invest the money for this. It's absolutely worth it. And you won't go back. Um, and the other interesting thing about all this is that there's a, there's a bidet company called Tushy. It's, I think yes. it's kind of new. It was, it has an investment from the founder of Thinks. Interesting. Because they're sort of, they're sort of tapping into the same market of like female millennials who, you know, are tired of the status quo and want something new. So yeah. that's kind of, I thought that was kind of cool. If you didn't bring up Tushy, I was going to bring it up because one, their copywriting is so good. Like on their website, the pop-up is your clean butt equals a 2020 mood. And then it's like tushy um, for people who poop. Stop wiping your butt. (laughs) Start washing with tushy. Like they have a blast. And I was this close to getting one at the beginning of all this. Oh, yeah. And my coworker did. And and he likes it a lot. The only thing with tushy is that um, it just takes the water from your tank. So it's cold. And I was just like, oh, I don't know if I could do that. But then I'm like. I mean, wouldn't it be refreshing? So I'm still, I'm thinking about it. Right. Interesting. Um, There's also a company that is uh, doing an Indiegogo campaign for a handheld bidet. Uh, It's called Sunny, S-O-N-N-Y, a portable bidet for eco-conscious humans. And we can like maybe put this in our show notes or whatever because it's really interesting. It basically looks kind of like a... um, like a an electronic toothbrush, it's very hmm. discreet and uh, and you like use a water it. pick. Yeah, kind of. It's a little thicker, I think, than that. Okay. Um, it could look maybe like it's a vibrator. Like it's. It, I was it's, gonna say, is this just an elaborate new vibrator for I mean, discreet maybe. ladies? <laughs> um, but apparently, it's like you can take it with you on the go. It's refillable, obviously, with water, and it just like squirts water. Um, and also, they have a very funny like campaign video to raise money and what they do to show you how. Because basically, in all this research of bidets, I like people that are like saying how you should never go back to toilet paper. I've seen this several times, including on the Sunny video. It's like they show like they'll put like peanut butter on a bagel, which represents like poop. And they'll try to wipe it with toilet paper. And they're like, it's not coming off. And I'm like, ew. And then they'll use, <laughs> like they'll squirt the water on the bagel and it all comes off. And I'm like, it's so obvious. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Cause Kevin, cause you know, uh, Kevin spent a lot of time in Switzerland and France and like, you know, he's, a he's very cultured quite. And so, you know, I think there's a lot of, American machismo that's like, oh, I'd never use a bidet. That's I don't want anything coming near my butt, you know? Mm-hmm. And Kevin's like, here's a thought <laughs> experiment. Not Imagine. a penis and not a <laughs> water. No water. No homo and no bidet. <laughs> <laughs> when he's like, so Kevin, to like so many people I've been with him, he's just like, here's a thought experiment. Imagine you have shit all over your hands. <laughs> Now, would you rather just have paper and trying to just wipe it off and then walk away? Or would you prefer water? You know, just something to it's think so about. True. Like, it's it so is true. It is so true. And same with period blood. If you had period blood on your hands, yes. you know? So yes. anyway, listeners, let us know if you're a bidet user. If you uh, use a bidet day by day. If you're a day to day bidet user. There's um, a great Godspell song that we could oh. bidet by day. Right, yeah. <laughs> day by day. Um <laughs> Anyway, yeah, let us know, because uh, I am thinking about investing in one at this point <laughs> for my I mean, and I'm, my poops. I'm only going to be adding to your argument here, so. Okay, take it away. Oh, my God. I mean, are you guys ready to have your lives changed? Um, I'm going to talk about a little uh, picture that Filipinos like to call Tabo. That's right. Ooh. 
Tabo. Like a pitcher, <laughs> like a pitcher of water. It's like a so yeah, I think the the word loosely translates to pitcher. Um, but a lot of the tabos, I wonder if I can bring one up to show you guys. The way I would describe it is like a larger measuring cup. Okay, so Meg, you're telling us that this is an alternative to a bidet even? This is the Filipino bidet. Nice. Yeah. So a tabo is a hygiene tool primarily for cleansing, bathing, and also just cleaning around the house, um, particularly the floor of the bathroom. So a tabo is not only used for the toilet. Um, it has like ancient, well, maybe not ancient, but like it's been used for many, many, many years, even before toilets were a commonly used thing, which I guess wasn't the case until 1851. So tabos before that were used for, um, you know, to when you're going to the bathroom to clean yourself, but also to shampoo, to wash your hands, to wash your floor. And basically it's um, it's typically inside of like a much larger bucket that you would fill up from a well or whatever water source you're using. And then the tabo would be the thing that you actually use to like bathe yourself or it was used like when guests are coming over to your house for them to wash their hands and wash their feet um so it's not specifically for the bathroom but I think modern times it's kind of specifically only used in the bathroom and and you basically I was I was reading up about this and you kind of like pour it down your back right we will get there okay don't you worry don't you worry so I um I read this really interesting article called Tabo Culture from this guy named Michael Tan and he was asked to come speak at a school on cultural literacy to kind of teach teachers about cultural literacy literacy um and so he brought the Tabo uh and he writes this really interesting article about how the Tabo is used for a variety of reasons and he said that the, what I really like that he said is the Tabo seems like this like lowly product, but it's actually, you know, this really important device that's used for so many different things. And, you know, somewhere he says, or maybe in another article, it said like Tabo culture is Filipino culture. Um, and it kind of reflects culture as a way in which you adapt, a way in which you express your values and social norms. So the reason why tabos were used was to conserve water um, and also so you didn't have to keep going to like refill your water source, whether it's at a well or a river or wherever you're going. Um, And it also is connected to a value of cleanliness, which he said like this really reflects our obsession with cleanliness So it's interesting because I was talking to our buddy Nico and he was saying this is a way in which people can clean themselves after going to the bathroom and they don't have to spend a lot of money on toilet paper because in some parts of the world toilet paper is um, way too expensive to be a thing that you're like consistently buying. Um, But I thought that this article was interesting because it's not just about saving money it's also about this this value of hygiene and cleanliness, like and taking taking that seriously. No, that's so interesting because also I don't. Are you going to talk about the loda at all? So, um, yes. I mean, just that it's a thing. Yeah, because yeah. the loda is uh, is like used in the Muslim culture for the similar purpose. And yeah, it's the same thing. It's like about in in Muslim faith, it's like being clean is really important right. before you pray. Right. And so, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I know. I think that's an it, that's an interesting um it's interesting that it serves like multiple purposes. And also it dates back a really long time ago to where it was about offering your guests a way to like clean before they enter your house and bring yeah. people water and e- and even like wash the dishes. So like a tabo is really just a you know, a cup that you can use for many different, you know, purposes. Do you guys want to see how it's used? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to watch a little how-to video. So I found a lot of really good Filipino content for everybody um, because, again, it's so culturally specific. Um, I really just wanted to hear from people that have used it their whole lives. Um, So we're going to watch a bit of this how-to video. 
and we use this to wash our area after we go PP or PP. <laughs> so now let's get to the actual demonstration. This really helped me to actually watch how it's done. After you're done with number one or number two, or number three, this or is what you're going to do with your towel. So this is modern, so she's just filling it up in the sink. Not too full because you're going to spill all over yourself. You don't want to spill all over yourself, which, spoiler alert, I tried this earlier. You're going to take the towel right here. Okay, I'm going to pause it. So she instructs you to use soap. My friend... Okay. In, in the water? Uh, no, I think soap to like scrub yourself. Okay, this is this is not what my friend Tracy does, who I talked to about this, who I will share some stories about. Um, Tracy oh. just uses water um, because I think it's just how she was raised. And then also it's just like a lot of handwork. Like you have like one hand doing that, the other hand pouring. It's it's a lot. So she and also Tracy was saying that soap could affect your pH level so she doesn't really like to get all up in there and she feels like water is just fine so I I think that's fair enough. maybe some people do soap and some people don't okay so now she's gonna show that you can use your free hand to kind of guide the water towards your vajayjay it's gonna go right in your crotch area while you're pouring water with your towel and wash your private area. She has pants on for the blessing. Yes. We are we're not watching a naked lady. Do from behind is a little but I tried this earlier when I went to number one and I tried to pour I just used like a plastic cup that I had around that was my tabo and then I just poured it and of course like the water just went on my fupa and didn't do anything so (laughs) (laughs) um so I need to like everything get the angle right so I'm gonna have to practice it but I would imagine your hand could be a way to kind of like guide the water back towards it's sort of like you splash it up a little bit right yeah I, I yeah I don't know like uh I think you have to kind of figure out your angle like everything with your vagina so she goes on to show you how you do how you use the tabo when you go number two and it's like it's like a work in dexterity because basically imagine (laughs) you have a cup full of water and you have to twist it around your torso and then basically like twist your wrist and pour it backwards like onto your butt um i haven't tried this yet but as you can imagine, it's going to take some practice and you could definitely make a big mess if you're just like pouring water on your back by accident. Right, right. Um, so it's um, it takes practice. Um, so that's the instructional video just called simply how to use a, ta- a tabo. Cool. I would suggest Thanks. it if you want to try it out. Um, now, I had a convo with our good friend Tracy who is Filipina. Her parents are both from the Philippines. So Tracy used a tabo uh, as a kid at her parents' house, and they still use one today. Um, and she would go to the bathroom, and then she, when she was done, she would say, I'm ready. And then they would come in and do the tabo for her. <laughs> and then she went to kindergarten, uh, and her teacher was not Filipina. So... When she when they went to the bathroom on the first day, she was like, I'm ready. And they said, <laughs> okay, here's some toilet paper. And she was like, where's the tabo? And they were like, what? <laughs> the what? Oh. And they didn't know what she was saying. And so in kindergarten, she had to learn. Um, she had to learn a valuable lesson in how to use TP. Um, which I thought was different from a Tabo. Like if that were brand new to you, you'd be like, what do I do with this paper? Also, it's so paper is so gross in relation to water. Like she definitely said she feels so much cleaner when she uses a Tabo. My other friend from work that I texted also said, like, I feel so much cleaner when I use a Tabo. Um, so Trey, like. I, I'm assuming she would like use a Tabo at home and then use TP everywhere else. But she said she actually brought one to college. Her uh, 
roommate at the time also started using a tabo and she was not Filipina. Um, and she's she, like, let me use this, uh, this cup measurer that you're I using. Know. Yeah, what's this about? Yeah, I know. You can use it in a second for your cooking. Yeah. So she, she said that she and her parents used to go to Vegas a lot when she was a kid and her brother too. Um, and they, when they went there, they would, um, collect those, you know, those big cups that you use to collect your coins in. Mm. Oh, yeah. At the slots, they would collect those and then those would become That's their good looking tabo. <laughs> they would become That's their tabas. <laughs> so she's like, I definitely remember using a, a circus circus tabo. And <laughs> she said her favorite tabo was a cup of the dream team, <laughs> like the Olympic <laughs> basketball team. <laughs> I oh my god like, we have to find a photo of that awesome. and put it on our instagram i know well it's just like yeah it's like your favorite cup your favorite tabo it's, yeah you know so i was reading i was reading about the lota a little bit because like i said that's the it sort of looks more like a watering can that a lot of muslim cultures use yes it's and, like a teapot um, yeah sort of yeah. like it, yeah yeah and mm-hmm. sa- same deal yeah like you pour it down your back i watched some videos of it um, and you kind of like scrub your butt as you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And I, I work with a lot of Muslims. And so when this all the toilet paper stuff was happening, our Slack channels were like, come on, haven't Americans ever heard of a Loda before? Come on, people. That's um, so I grew up with like a number of Filipino kids. And the first time I heard about a Tabo was when Nico was joking about it. If for the exact same thing, he was like, yeah, Filipinos yeah. have nothing to worry about. You right, idiot. Right. <laughs> and, and I read this. I read this really great article in Salon by a guy named Wajahat Ali. And he's this Muslim American who talks about like just the trials and tribulations of like bringing one. Like he talks about how one time he needed, he felt like he needed one. So he took a venti cup from Starbucks and brought it into the college bathroom. And everyone was like, bro, why are you pooping with a Starbucks cup? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it, bro. Don't worry about it. Um, I was also asking for advice um, on using the Tabo and Trey said that she uses toilet paper to dry if she's gone number one. Or sorry, no. She uses, sometimes she uses a towel to dry if she goes number one because it's like clean. It's like sterile. Um, although maybe don't share that towel with other people. Um, sure. Fair. And then number two, she uses TP to dry, which like I definitely got very wet. So I'm going to need to practice a lot. <laughs> I was like, OK, now I'm right. using more toilet paper to dry myself um, <laughs> to clean my mess. I made. <laughs> yeah. So it definitely takes practice. But I would say from the two friends that I talked to, they both said I feel way cleaner and better after I use this. And um, I would imagine using this on your period would be like a great idea. Also, like when you're on your period, you're shoving so many things up that like you're already so irritated that sometimes even yes. wiping until all the blood is gone is really irritating. Yes, so, it's so true. Yeah, it's and it like uses so much TP. Yeah, and it doesn't feel good. It feels yeah bad. Like you're chafing. So this could be like a really choice option and we're working from home we don't have to worry about bringing our own tabo to work we have tabos all around get get that extra jar that you have lying around that extra funny uh, novelty cup yeah your your dream team my chinese ballroom mug oh (laughs) sure it seems especially appealing to me on my period yes because the the dream scenario is when I got a number two before a shower. Like when that timing magically works mm-hmm, out, I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, nothing it's to worry about. So, Granted, I know. I still use a little TP, but I'm like. It feels so much I, better. I'm going to like actually clean myself. I'm going to feel so much better. Yeah. Next um, week when I get my period, I'm definitely going to try it out. Um, I might have to try yeah. it out in the shower first to get my aim right. Um, sure. Fair. Practice. But. I know when I do that, like Meg, like you said, on my period, it feels so much better. I feel so much better afterwards. Um, I think that's all my Tabo research. Um, well, listeners, from, you know, not douching to using bidets and Tabos and Lotas, um, we hope you learned a little bit about vagine hygiene for your quarantine. Um <laughs> And please let us know if you have experiences with any of those things we mentioned. Please. Um, yes. Yeah. We want to know. Um, 
give us t- pro tips on how to use. And is there anything else we want to say about that? I mean, I think we'll just happily share those on Instagram and keep the conversation going. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay. Should we do a Why I Cried before sure. we finish season three? Absolutely. Yeah. I think so. Why did I cry this week? Cry this, this week. week. Nobody's supposed to be here. When I talk about what I cried this week. I'm muting myself for that whole part. Okay. (laughs) Um, Mine's just going to be fast. I cried watching Homecoming, a film made by Beyonce Knowles about Mm. Beychella. Just Mm. cried. That's a good one. It's... (laughs) It's so incredible. Power, the beauty. I, I watched Miss Americana, which is the Taylor Swift um, doc on Netflix. And then watching Homecoming after that, I was like, these no comparison. No. These Kanye two, was right. <laughs> these two don't need, like, they shouldn't even be on the same streaming platform. Like, it <laughs> feels wrong. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> Taylor's is about her finally speaking up for like gay rights and women's rights against Trump and Beyonce is just like here's a history of Africa in the desert <laughs> and also like I'm making my own HBCU marching band from scrap right like it's right. like yeah. insane and it's it's probably meaningful in ways that I can't even see like that I don't mm-hmm. even comprehend it's so like otherworldly it's it's really a sight to see i cried because um as y'all know i'm a big fan of karaoke trivia which i did for you guys on one of our everything is fine episodes oh yeah and i've been doing that to my team at work like the entire company actually not just my team but like the entire company (laughs) i've been doing it for uh like every other week we have like all hands meeting and um as i was putting together last friday's playlist I was blasting Spotify in my kitchen it's it's like the dumbest most like accessible songs I'm picking and I just started crying at my kitchen table (laughs) just remembering music and 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 thinking ahead to like people at my work are gonna know this song and they're all gonna (laughs) love it and we're all gonna (laughs) sing it I just, I just, tears came to my eyes and I can't help it. I can't help it. And I shan't and I shan't. No. I feel like you would get an ulcer if you tried to stop yourself from crying. Like you just, just let it happen. Just let it happen. I cried. Like not this past week, but the week before was such a brutal week at work. Mm. Um, Oh my God. It was just because it was 7 a.m. mornings uh, to get on the same like timeline as Berlin like oh my god because I have co-workers in Berlin and we were all put on like separate teams to like put together a bunch of stuff um and so like already like up really early so not at my best mentally like not fully awake and then it's like we're working really hard to like crack this tough nut about like our company and our brand and what story we're telling blah 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 um and typically I have like a healthy disconnect from like the work I do like I really like my job and it's fun um but also I'm like I recognize it's a paycheck and sometimes I'm just writing dumb emails Mm -hmm. and I'm like this is fine because I'm getting paid to do Mm -hmm. this for some reason that that week it was just like it it immediately equaled my worth as a copywriter and every time I didn't get something right I was just like I shouldn't even be doing this. I'm a fraud. Like it would just like hit me so hard. And I was like, it seemed, and I typically never cry about work, especially my current job. I've maybe cried one other time. And it was because a coworker threw me under the bus in front of like people I respect. And I was like, well now I'm mad when I'm mad, I cry. Yeah. Um, so this one, I was like, I had like a heart to heart with my boss where I was just like, I just feel like I'm in the way of other people. Like, I feel like I should just kind of like back off and like, I don't know what to do here. And she really tried to help build me up. And then after that call, Kevin was kind of heard it because obviously there's no space. And he was like, well, everything okay. And the minute he came in, I was just like, Oh God, I'm terrible. 
<laughs> and like I, I'm glad I cried because I think that helped me just like get past it. Yeah. And then about five days later, I got like a nice big heavy period, and I was like, "Oh wow, yeah. hormones! Yep. yep, you're a real kick to the nuts." That my 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 moods and my like PMS usually have to do with how I'm a terrible person at my job. Like that's mm. that's the feelings I feel. And it's so true. As soon as you cry or you articulate it, yeah, you put you it feel in the better. words. You feel better because you're like, it's not as scary, like as it's at. anyway. So right. I I'm so totally true. with you. Yeah. So yeah, that was my biggest why I cried. Mm-hmm. I've also cried a bunch at like commercials. Oh, and, yeah. yeah, you know, social media posts. <laughs> totally. Oh well, it's time for our menopause, everybody. It's time for a big old break between seasons three and four um yeah we hope you you know stay in touch with us on instagram while you're right now pause and go leave us a review that'd be really great so like just take a pause go click them five stars five stars on apple podcasts let us know why you give us five stars uh probably because of the puns it's fine and the songs and the the puns um, we have no song right now, though, which is kind of a bummer. <gasps> we, know, we do uh, have really? a song. We do what? have a song. For oh, play us a song. You. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you reminded me. You guys, this is called I Use Double. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So you. this is a video you found. Oh, yes. I did not write this brilliance. Okay. <laughs> if you ever come to Filipinas... This will be your bestest friend in life I had to do a number two So I went into the restroom But there was no toilet paper on my Soapy, soapy hands, soapy butt, soap it all Splash, I use double this song will play us out how about that we'll let yes. this play out while we um talk about how much we love our listeners thank you so much for listening definitely stay tuned for the rest of you know what comes next give our old episodes a listen we have some really fun ones in there that are evergreen and hopefully uplifting tell your friends about us um and let us know what you want to hear us cover next we have a whole list of um topics for season four but we're always up for new things if you find something interesting in the news whatever it is just let us know keep in touch we have our hotline 9106 uterus and we have our instagram so um stay in touch and in the meantime keep calm and bleed everywhere <laughs> Yay, love you, Yay. listeners. Soapy, soapy hands, soapy butt, soap it all. Splash, I use double. Splash, I use double. I use double, I use double. Fill your double up before entering the stall. Splash, I use double. Splash, I use double. I use double, I use double. It may be primal, it may be viral. Our theme song was performed by The Go Ahead. Check out more at thegoaheadmusic.com.